Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen. Now look, Doc, we're buddies, okay? But don't try to convert me. I'm trying to prepare you. My name's Markway, Dr. Markway, a scientist interested in the supernatural. The unnatural, if you like. I came to Hill House to find the key to another world. Assisting me in this exploration of the unknown was Eleanor, Nell, who could look back into the past, and Theo, something of a witch who could see into the future. This is Luke, who didn't believe in anything, until evil, patient and waiting, made him change his mind. Stop it! God. How many of us take seriously the things we cannot or do not want to understand simply because we are afraid? Eleanor, you're poor! Did you hear me calling? This house. You have to watch it every minute. The Haunting was produced and directed by Robert Wise, brilliant producer of West Side Story. The stars consist of a cross-section of top talent in the world of entertainment. Julie Harris, Claire Bloom, Richard Johnson, Russ Tamblin. What does it take to convince you that the dead do not always rest in peace? That some houses, like Hill House, are born bad? kids welcome back to uncle dad uh i'm uncle dad and we're celebrating uh halloween 31 days 31 days 31 movies and 31 guests uh and one of my uh our most recent alumni of the uh uncle dad world is elizabeth kyle we'll be sitting in today and she's going to talk about her favorite horror film and we're gonna have a lot of fun uh, i hope you guys liked hearing that trailer uh you know it's a very fun you know uh they don't make them like that no more. That's for sure. I'll say that. Uh, but let's give it up. Uh, Elizabeth, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, it's it's nice to have you back on uh, and talk about horror. Now, last time you were on, you were talking about your book, which the, our audience can go by still, uh, Haunted San Jose. Yes. Go Google that. You can find it. If you go to Instagram, Haunted San Jose, and we'll talk about that more at the end. Uh, but your book is awesome. So let's get out there and support it. Thank you. Uh, but today, we're talking about a different haunting. Uh, do you want to tell the audience of what we're talking about? So my movie is The Haunting, directed by Robert Wise from 1963. Nice. Now, before we kind of dive into the movie, Robert Wise, um, do you know his uh, significance? I don't. I know the name, but okay. I, I don't. Let me throw some facts at you right away. Uh, so Robert Wise uh, went on to be one of the most probably prolific filmmakers of all time. So he actually won Academy Awards for Best Director and Best Picture for West Side Story, The Sound of Music. Uh, he was uh, he also got nominated for uh, Best Film Editing for Citizen Kane. Uh, he worked on The Body Snatcher, Born to Kill, um, I mean, uh, Star Trek, the 1979 motion picture. Uh, yeah, he went on to do a lot of huge things in the world of film. So I don't know if you're aware of that, but now uh, it's it's exciting to know that such a great filmmaker came out of this movie. That's quite a range of, of genres. <laughs> <laughs> totally, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is crazy how 
it's crazy how horror, horror filmmakers have such a crazy background. Right. You know what I mean, and even yourself, you know, you, you wrote a book about haunted stuff and uh, haunted stuff in San Jose. Mm-hmm. And I think what's crazy, you don't, you don't strike me as a, as a scary person. You strike me as a very lovely person. Thank you. And, and that's the thing. I think horror has truly some of the greatest and nicest people ever to, to come out of it. I don't know. Would you agree with that? Or are you, how, what is your, what is, well, first off, what is your definition of horror? My definition of horror is anything that feeds on our fears and it's not a, a delicate exploration. I think horror is overt. It's kind of an exploitation of the things that we're afraid of. And Absolutely. as I get older and as I get more squeamish about violence, I think I appreciate um, horror of the mind, psychological horror more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think, um, that's the hardest horror to do, right? Because anybody can make a movie where a guy in a mask is killing so and so, right? Right. You know, but to dive into your your psyche and and kind of terrify you that way—that's a hard thing to do for sure. And maybe so, that's why it takes an accomplished filmmaker and somebody who really knows the you know the art of the craft to get it right. Absolutely. So yeah. let's talk about the haunting. Uh, um, I ask everybody this question, so hope you don't take offense to it. But how old were you when you watched it? And uh, and what was your original uh, thoughts on it? I was probably 11 or 12 when I watched it the first time. I think my mom thought it would be too scary for me any younger. And now I have kids who are around approaching that age and they want to watch it. And I think it's a little bit too scary for them. <laughs> so we'll wait a couple of years. Um, but I remember being frightened. I mean, it was even as a kid, it was scary. And I think now it's even scarier. Do you want to tell our audience what the film is about, roughly? So it's based on a book by one of my favorite horror authors, Shirley Jackson, called The Haunting of Hill House. And it's about a house that is described as an evil house from the beginning, a house that was born bad. Um, And there is scandal, murder, madness, and suicide associated with this house. So I guess the idea is that the house itself caused the people to, to do these horrific things inside. And in the movie, a a paranormal researcher um, gathers a small group of people to come stay at the house and do a 1960s paranormal investigation. Um, And one of the women, what's that? It was very high tech, I'm sure. (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, it was all, you know, feeling and senses. And yeah, yeah, no, no uh, technology. Um, But one of the women is like emotionally fragile. She's in this really kind of perilous uh, psychological state. And so it's, it's no spoiler to tell you that the house kind of latches onto her from the beginning. Whoa. So would you say that this is similar, or I should say this movie similar to that is um, Amityville Horror? Perhaps. I think they, they do share that in common, right? That there is something evil in the house that is affecting the humans. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why the haunting is is so effective as a scary movie because these sure. these people are you know at the mercy of this force that they they don't even know what it is and they can't control it and they can't get away from it. Yeah, it's and that's I think that's always the most terrifying thing, especially like the idea of home, the home or the, yeah. the your 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 whatever you consider to be like your safe place, right? And it's no longer safe, right? It just changes everything right i mean we just recently talked about paranormal activity with another guest and that movie is terrifying even though it's kind of silly right but it's terrifying because the aspect of 
that's your home. You know, when you right. know, your home, your people you love live there, like what happens when that changes? Yeah. Right. And that the movie, the haunting does kind of play on that idea because the main character is coming from this place where she doesn't feel at home. She really has no place to live. And so she comes to uh, Hill house and it, even though she knows what she's getting into for her, it feels like she's arrived which is even scarier, right? She's drawn to this place. <laughs> that is definitely scary. Wow. That, yeah. that, actually, that gave me a little chills right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you had watched it, uh, what was the, the, what scene stands out to you the most? Like when you think about it, you're like, that's the one. Can I do spoilers or no? Yeah, of course. I mean, this movie is oh, old, so. Okay. 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 All right. I don't know. I don't know. This scene really impacted me. It still impacts me. Um, so the, the house um, manifests its, its haunting through the traditional, you know, noises and voices and pounding on doors. And there's this one scene where uh, the two women are sharing the bedroom because it's, you know, they don't want to be alone. Um, and the main character wakes up, it's pitch black. She hears this terrible noise and she's telling the other woman, hold my hand, just hold my hand. I'm afraid. Don't let it know you're here, but just grip my hand. So she's squeezing somebody's hand and then the lights go on the noise stops. The other woman is across the room and Eleanor says, whose hand was I holding? Oh man. (laughs) Check please. Check please. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's like those. Oh wow. That's such a, you painted that picture so well, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's like, it's like you're an author. (laughs) (laughs) Words. (laughs) <laughs> where it's real. uh yeah that was so it's it's first off it was so well said and i i think that when we talk about horror those moments are what stand out right like when you think about that feeling of like i mean we've all had that right we've all had that feeling of like oh I, like I, um i felt like the sheet move at night maybe it was just me but really what if it was something much more right, right? yeah and playing on that idea is it's such a great thing to to play on yeah. uh now, how familiar are you with uh, the cast of uh, this film? Not really. I, I don't know um, the two female characters. I do know that Russ Tamblin is the young man in it, and I know him from Twin Peaks. Of course. So it's kind of fun to see him when he's young. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah, but that's all. I wanted to bring up Julie Harris, because uh, Julie Harris is in this film as well. Um, she went on to have such a successful career. Um, but she, did you know that she was a, a, a five-time Tony Award winner? No. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I bring this up because that era of Hollywood, that like golden era, if you will, there was, there was just nothing but just extravagant, talented actors and filmmakers, I feel. And, yeah. we do, and not to say people aren't talented now, obviously, but it's a different type of talent, right? It's that it's – because, you know, we're bridging that gap between doing radio theater – uh, theatrical theater and then now doing film, right? right? And that's where they seem very like, you know, I don't know. I feel like movies in the 60s have that very like uh, uh, operatic, like very just big feeling, even though mm-hmm. they don't really rely on tech. Would you agree with that? Or I think so, yeah. And even especially in this movie, the, the house itself is so grand and it was actually filmed yes. in it. Maybe you'll tell us this, but it was filmed in a, a real location, you know, but the house itself is so huge and visually impressive. So I wasn't going to tell you, but if you know the answer, you can say that. Please <laughs> tell us about that. Do you know about that? I don't the know. House? Yeah. It was filmed at, um, I'm not sure if it's an operating hotel, but it was at a manor house in Stratford upon Avon, England, which is the birthplace of Shakespeare. Whoa. Um, yeah. Wow. I, that's I so think cool. you can go visit it. Yeah. Um, it says here, let me see. Uh, so the exterior, though, was shot at Editing Park. Oh, mm, okay. That's what it says here. It says okay. uh, the exterior, the only the exterior shots uh, were the exteriors of Haunted Hill House at Editing Park 
which is near the village of Eddington, uh, Warwickshire. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's okay. yes. That's it. Uh, but the the inside is what you're referring to. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting too uh, because uh, I had something else here. Crap. Uh, Julie Harris was suffering from a, a very severe depression when she was making this movie as well. Oh, I'm sure the movie did not help with that. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, to talk about um, uh, kind of just to dive into more horror in general, The Haunting, you know, obviously is famous as a written, uh, ah, sorry, it's based on a very famous uh, novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that went on to have a series of movies as well, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, there have been some remakes. Have you seen any of those? I, I have. I think there was probably one in the late 90s that came out. That was probably the only... Only See, I think that's what I saw too, but I wanted to make sure. So let me pull this up real fast okay. because I think that's the one that's like very nineties, right? Like it's like, it yeah. like who who of the nineties and yes, like, yes. Okay. And I think that's the one that people know uh when you talk about the haunting, and I think it wasn't scary at all. <laughs> okay. Now did you know that there was a uh, a reboot uh, on Netflix? No. Yeah, it just came out and not just came out, but it came out in twenty eighteen. I had okay. one season and it was called The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if I want to check that out. Sometimes seeing those reboots and the remakes, they just kind of ruin, they ruin it for me. So, so I actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to go into next is a lot of, you know, we live in a world of reboots and remakes and mm-hmm. remasters and Lord knows what else. Um, what is your take on that overall? I mean, I know you said you didn't really, you don't really care for it, but has there been any that you have enjoyed? I think I just tend to avoid them. So. Okay. <laughs> I, I It seems like... It seems like nothing is new in the world, right? Like there aren't, there's not a whole lot of new content that's coming out. It's just a lot of, you know, rehashing of things that were popular, you know, decades ago. And I, I think the capacity for human creativity is unlimited. Sure. So it's, it's a little distressing to see people just kind of falling back on things that have already been done instead of trying something new or pushing the limits or relying on, you know, their own creativity. Do you think, because um, I've always been told that it's a it's a way to preserve the legacy for a new generation. Would you agree with that or no? I think I would disagree because the the original is already exists, right? We we've already preserved it. Like you can go back and find this version of the 1963 movie, right? It's available. Right. So I I, I don't think I'd agree with that. But do you think that a child of Let's say this generation who turned 17 is going to find that interesting. I think that's the trickier part. I think, I don't think they will. I, I think they need to have it. I'm kind of contradicting myself, I guess, but I think they need to have it kind of remade so that they can identify with it more. Sure. But then it becomes something different, right? Is it even right. the same thing? Yeah. I, you know, it, it, so it's funny you bring this up and we're talking about this because do you remember there was a female Ghostbusters movie? Yes. Okay. So uh, I think her name is Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa, yeah. yeah. She had made a, an interview. She talks about how everybody was mad about it, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, they're ruining the series or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she brought up a good point. She goes, two things. One, and I can't remember the name of the interview, so I apologize to everybody. But uh, point number one was that it's not like they're going back in time and destroying the original right. Ghostbusters, right? This is just a different take on it. Right. So it allows people to to watch it and whatever. But the second point, and this is the one I find the most interesting, is that it now allows, like, let's say your kids watched watched it and they loved it, right? Well, like, then we can say, hey, you know what? 
if you love that, you should check out the original one. So then you can bond through that, right? Yeah. And connect through that. Because sometimes you need, like you kind of like how you said, you know, you kind of do need it to be relevant to them, but then you show them the original and maybe the power of the original will make them like that one more. Like right. a, a one that everybody's up, like up in arms about is that it's going to happen whether we think so or not, but Back to the Future will get remade one day. Yes. It's going to happen. <laughs> but when that happens, you know, it is going to be made for a different generation. And what better way to have them watch that, but then also to have it celebrated and be like, hey, you know what? Why don't you come take a look at, like, I grew up with this one. What do you think about, and then you can bond over that. I don't know. I always think that's kind of a good way to look at it, but, because I'm not against remakes, but I'm also not for them entirely. I just think they're, (laughs) I just think that they are, they are useful in some respects. I don't know. What do you think about that? I think I would agree with that. Um, they can be a, an entry point, I think, into the the original or the ideas. I just think if we're going to redo Ghostbusters with a female cast, I think right. that's great to have, you know, yeah. women Ghostbusters. As long as we're not just like reenacting, you know, the exact same scenes and dialogue and jokes from the first movie, right? right. Can't we have these female Ghostbusters doing their own thing in a, a new way. Right. Uh, and, I, and it has to be good too. Like, let's be honest. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It make it, they can just be like, oh yeah, you know, they're all, you know, doing this now. It's like, yeah, but do I really want to see Beetlejuice go Hawaiian? No, I don't. <laughs> right. There has to be value in it, it intrinsically in its its own right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, talking about the haunting and, or, you know, watching the trailer for it and stuff like that, uh, it brings back a great feeling of, of cinema for me. And, uh, it was was there any other horror films of that era that you really enjoyed? I think The House on Haunted Hill. That was a, a Vincent Price movie that was kind of along the same lines. That might have been a little bit earlier, but that had the same kind of feel to it. Um, okay. Yeah. You like haunted houses, huh? I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you do because you wrote a book about haunted stuff. So there we go. Uh, so let's quickly, uh, just before we wrap up, let's talk about that real fast. Uh, for those who haven't heard uh, episode 115, um, uh, we speak to Elizabeth Kyle and we talk about her book Haunted San Jose. Uh, you can go listen to that episode. We dive into a little bit, give you a little sample of what is inside the book. Uh, but if you, and if you had heard that, um, if you hadn't bought it yet, you better get out there and go buy it because I'm going to be very disappointed to my listeners uh, because we need to support each other. As I said in that episode too, supporting each other is how we grow together. Uh, so if you can, just want to give us a quick little like a summary to your book again, if you don't mind. The Haunted San Jose is a historical account of 36 haunted locations in the city of San Jose, and it's the ghost stories and it's also the history. So I try to blend those two. Yeah, and it's a good read, guys, really. And uh, go out there, read it, have fun with it. Maybe even go visit those locations. I I imagine, too, I I didn't mention this in the interview, but I imagine, too, that's a big part of it, too, is to get people to explore San Jose. Yeah, there's a, a, a San Jose is huge geographically, right? So there's all kinds of pockets and corners and a lot of public areas that you can go visit and check out. Absolutely. And if you ever go to Charles Pub, you might see your man, Uncle Dad there. So uh, definitely swing by. Uh, how can our audience uh, learn more and connect with you? I'm on Instagram at Haunted San Jose and the book is available anywhere you buy books. That easy, guys. Get out there and support it. Uh, thank you again, Elizabeth, for talking about horror movies with me. I, I was so, such so much fun, and uh, you so far you're the only person to pick a uh, a, a '60s horror film. Oh, so cool. 
you got that going for you. Thank you. Great. And uh, yeah, so remember everybody, it's it's Halloween. Go out there, be scary with each other, with your friends. Go out there, watch horror films, have a good time because there's no better way to connect through fear itself, I would say. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, everybody, we'll see you guys tomorrow as we continue our 31 days, 31 movies, 31 guests. Uncle Dad Oween, happy Halloween, everybody. Okay.